0: that everything is everything everywhere so everybody gets the same message and let me just go ahead and say hello to my Facebook fam welcome 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 i am so excited to be talking with you today uh my light is a little bright and it's making me sweat <laughs> uh but we gonna proceed to give you what you need i think this is a little too high okay yep y'all won't see me do all this stuff because we live it's all the way live it's all the way live <laughs> all right i think that's good i think everything is set up Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Allison Rozell. I am the energy wellness and empowerment coach for Black women and women of color. I am also the founder and headmistress CEO of the Sacred Pathway Academy, where you can sign up right now to take part in the enlightenment and the empowerment of Reiki certification experience. Uh, Yeah, you can. So um, someone asked me, do I uh, coach or teach, coach and or teach uh, men? And let me just say, I have had a male student in my Reiki course and he did just fine. So (laughs) If you feel called to work with me, if you lean with me, ride with me, if you feel like I got what you need, I got what you want, got what you need. (laughs) As far as Reiki is concerned or coaching is concerned or anything else is concerned, yeah, I like to sing sometimes and I love music. So if you don't know nothing about me, that's something that's, that's part of my leo is stuff, <laughs> my lioness life. So, okay. But yes, you can lean with me rock right with me if you feel like, you know, we align. Um, if you want to know for certain if we align, you can always go to the link in my bio and click on meet with Allison. And that'll give you a 20 minute, it's actually a little more than 20 minutes, it's actually closer to 30 sometimes, I don't really care, but that will give you the opportunity to sit in front of me via Zoom. um, And we will have a nice little conversation to see if we are in alignment to work together. Um, And you can book that, get in my calendar, and uh, yeah, we can make it work. So we have been doing a year-end review, RE, which is hyphenated, because the words that I have been giving you start with R-E. So, the first word that we did was um, <laughs> resolution, which does not have the R E sound, does not say re, but it is an R E word that I felt it was important for us to talk about because a lot of people at the end of the year make New Year's resolutions, but we do them haphazardly. We make them emotional decisions. We do it based on what we see other folks on the gram doing or anything like that. Instead of understanding that resolution, the word resolution means a firm decision. It does not mean a haphazard piss in the wind. Um, I, you know, throw it against the wall like spaghetti and make sure it sticks kind of thing. It's not. It's really, really not. But we treated that way. So we had resolution. Then we wanted to talk about, we also talked about remember. So with remember, we went through, I go back to my notes here, we talked about remembering what we accomplished. Where did we win this year? You know, don't just throw the year away because you feel like nothing big happened. Let me tell you, every experience we have has significance in some way, shape, or form because it's going to better prepare you for whatever is coming to you in the future. That's how we have to learn to be present, to be fully present and live in gratitude because if you live in gratitude, that will help you better appreciate when those wins occur. So let's say your goal was to lose 50 pounds, but you only lost 35. Well, guess what? You are 35 pounds lighter than you were when you first started. So you better celebrate that shit. OK, so the next thing was, of course, talking about gratitude It helps you be able to understand where you really are and see where you've come from. I often say so many times we get so frustrated with the mountains ahead that we don't sit and give thanks for the mountains that are behind us that we've already climbed and conquered, that we already climbed and conquered. So instead of living in a spirit of constantly like, oh my God, I have to do this. Why do I have to do this? Good God, I thought I was over this or what have you. Take a breath. And just be grateful, be grateful, live in gratitude. Now, does that mean that you're, that gratitude is always going to make you happy? No, it doesn't, because I'm not always happy. But what I understand is I am grateful for even having this moment to be pissed off. Because <laughs> everybody didn't get that ability to be in this moment right now and be pissed off. So... I'm grateful in my pissed-offness. <laughs> and the other thing for you to remember is who you are. Who you are, who you were created to be. Bring yourself back to remembrance. That's why I love doing Reiki and teaching Reiki because Reiki is one of those key things that helps you really connect with your higher self, your higher power. You can connect with your ancestors, your spirit guides, and really get to know you. It takes you on a journey of you, right? So that was part two. Was remember? Then we got to part three, and it was reclaimed. So we got that um, that Auntie Maxine Walt, Walt- Waters <laughs> thing going on of being able to reclaim. What were we reclaiming? Reclaiming our vision, that vision that we put on the back burner because we're so focused and hyper focused on everything again that went wrong instead of looking at what were those things teaching you? It's teaching you to get you in a better position for that ultimate vision you have for your life. So don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. Reclaim your vision. Reclaim that dream that you had and that you have may, it may have, you know, changed a little bit. There could have been some shifts, some turns, some things that you're like, you know, I want that, but I think I need to kind of tweak that a little bit. Let me just say the vision that you have for your life. Most of the time, the ultimate part of the vision is not so much of what you're doing, but how you're feeling, how you feel. So the ultimate vision has more to do with how you want to feel than what you want to do because it's going to give you a feeling, right? If I am trying to manifest a certain lifestyle, I don't want that lifestyle because of what I'll be doing so much as how I will feel doing it. When I started looking at my life, as far as me being a healer, a coach, a minister, yes, this is my ministry. As a business owner, as a Reiki master, when I started looking at my life, the titles were just like, the icing on the cake. The main cake had a lot to do with how I wanted to feel. Because I know that for much of my life, life I felt invisible. I felt um, unappreciated. I felt under overpaid and under uh, under overworked and underpaid. I felt frustrated. I felt unworthy. I felt anxious and overwhelmed. I felt all of these things and I knew I didn't wanna feel that no more. I had to first get to the root of what was causing me to feel those things. But once I did that, I understood that I don't wanna feel like that no more. I don't wanna go back to that anymore. So reclaiming my vision, which also would make me reclaim my time. Yes, the time that I wasted being, uh, you know, frustrated and trying to control all these aspects of my life that I really did not have control over, um, if I had just surrendered to the divine plan, that would have saved me a lot more frustration. Yes, God is a fool and no more. That's right, girl. Yay. (laughs) And y'all need to check out Goddess Afua. She's on here as just Afua. She does have that song called No Mo, And y'all need to check her out because she is singing like the goddess that she is. And she is such a beautiful person, such a beautiful personality. And, you know, once you talk to her, once you hear her, you can't help but love her. So, So reclaim your time, reclaim that time of you, you know, wasting all your energy on people, places and things that mean nothing. So them no nothing nouns (laughs) that I've wasted time with. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm not going to give in to the energy vampires anymore. I'm not going to give in to the people pleasing anymore because I've wasted so much time doing that. I've wasted so much time, you know, like I'm looking around in my space right now and I need to clean up. So as soon as I finish with this, I'm cleaning up. I'm decluttering because I've got to reclaim my time and it's costing me more time and energy to sit in a place full of clutter and disarray That it does for me to clear that clutter once and for all and be able to sit and in clear, have my own mental and emotional clarity that I can be able to understand what I need to do. Excuse me. (laughs) So the next part, Um, After reclaiming, reclaiming our roots of abundance. Yes, reclaiming your roots of abundance. So I would just say, go back onto the podcast because it's there in audio form and video form. And go look at these. If you have not uh, listened to or watched these, get your cute self on over into my link tree. Not right now, because we talking. (laughs) But when we're done talking, go and check it out and you will be able to get more of what I was talking about. Okay. But we need to talk about our RE for today, which is reset. Reset. Are you ready for a reset? I know I am. Are you ready for a reset in your life? We're going to talk about three things. That we need to hit the reset button on. Okay, so are you ready? Because I'm ready. You ready? Okay. So, the number one thing that we know we need to hit the reset button on is our mindset. Yeah, we need to hit the reset button on our mindset. We are rooted. So, when we start talking about our mindsets and where they come from, Most of the time, it's in that root chakra energy, comes from how we were raised, comes from, you know, where we grew up, the cultures we grew up in, whether it's a cultural thing or a religious thing, it dictates a lot of our mindsets. Then there's the culture in itself, and thinking about here in the United States, what is the culture of the United States? What did I grow up seeing? here in the United States as a Black woman, as a Black girl growing up under representation in almost every aspect (laughs) to let me know that I can do certain things as a Black girl, Black woman. Um, So there are so many things that shape our mindsets, that we are rooted in, that we are grounded in a lot more than we realize that we are. So there are patterns and things that we are repeating because of, you know, well, that's just how I was raised. And and we chalk it up to that. Well, that's just how I was raised. Okay. But have you ever heard that when we know better, we do better? That's only facts when you actually do better. (laughs) Now that you know. Um, But I don't want to jump ahead of myself. So we got to reset our mindsets. Um, I have a beautiful program coming out for uh, Reiki practitioners who are ready to up-level and upgrade their business. Um, The Reikipreneur Business School will be open um, in January. So in a few short weeks, (laughs) it's going to be open for enrollment. I still have open enrollment if you want to get your Reiki certification. You cannot take the Reikipreneur course without having your certification. So you better go on and get your certification. I'm just saying. Um, and you do have the opportunity to combine those two. So when you get your certification, then you can jump on into the Reikipreneur Business School. And one of the main things we're going to be working on is that mindset. That mindset that tells you, oh, because I'm spiritual, I can't charge nobody no money for my services. The devil is a lie. Yeah, you can and you should because you are worthy and deserving of payment, not pennies, payment. Okay. We got to get out of that mindset when it comes to our money, of how we treat money, how we feel about money. When someone starts talking about money, what goes on in our body? I know for me, It used to be a case where when someone starts talking about money, I would freeze and be like, because my stomach is turning in knots as soon as somebody starts talking about money. I never knew why, why do I feel this way when somebody starts talking about money? Whether they're asking me for money, or telling me how much something costs, or, you know, saying how, you know, when I first got into a coaching uh, program, and she was talking about you're worthy and deserving of abundance. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't believe it. (laughs) I didn't believe it. Because every time somebody brought up the, the topic of money and abundance, I froze. I froze. So mindset. And not just with money, but just our self-worth in general, our self-worth, period. We need a mindset reset because culturally, a lot of us have been taught that we are secondary citizens. Now, it doesn't necessarily just mean that it's coming from um, non-people of color, But it also comes from, now, you know, don't hate me. Don't hit me. I'm just saying, when you grow up in the church, as a woman, you are taught that you are second. That you are second. That what you want and need don't matter. Because you are only there to take care of your man and your children. And that's it. Don't get mad at me, but I can't stop it from being facts. Most of us, now I'm not talking about these new age churches where they got surround sound and speakers and a laser light sh- show and and all this other stuff that to me has nothing to do with church. but you know, God bless, do you boo. But I'm talking about those of us who grew up sitting in a pew. Hearing that as a woman, your job, essentially, was to get married, have children, and you are dead last, even though Jesus loves you. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm going to jump out of that because I don't want to be in that for too long because, you know, I got preachers in my family and they might look at this and they might be like, girl, uh-uh, I'm like, mm, yeah, it is kind of, sort of, yeah. So anyway, our mindsets need a reset. We have to reset that part of being our ancestors' wildest dreams means we get to take naps and we get to get rest. Now you know you may work a full-time job, may not be able to really take a nap during the day, but when you come home from work and after all the stuff is said and done that needs to be said and done in your household, for the love of God, give yourself 10, 15 minutes of just you, just you being able to sit in a tub, being able to sit in silence when the children go to bed. When my son went to bed, that was my time. (laughs) That was my time. When he went to sleep, I would only probably be up for maybe 30 minutes because I'd be so daggone tired. But when he went to bed, that was my time. So I can sit in silence and just have just a moment to just breathe. And that was before I even knew what the hell self-care was but that is essential. That mindset, that mindset needs to be reset. Number two, the other thing that we need to hit the reset button on is our lack of taking inspired action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's, Someone typed in the comments, is that, and I think it's Q Taggy, I hope I'm saying your name right. Is that why our mamas used to send us to bed at 7 p.m.? Probably, because she needed a moment to herself. (laughs) She needed a moment to herself, so it's very possible. But the next thing is we got to take a reset on our lack of taking inspired action. Not taking action on things. It's like we're we're given so much information, so much things that we could do, and I'm not gonna shoot on you. Things that we could do, and probably would do, if not for fear. So much of us are blocked by fear. We're we're paralyzed by it. The fear of um, not necessarily the fear of missing out, although some of us do have FOMO, but some of us have fear of standing out, fear of uh, shining, fear of um, being seen, fear of uh, being the first. Ooh, yeah. Some of us are really afraid to be the first. You know, um, with my Reiki students, I always tell them please don't hesitate to ask me a question. And if you are are thinking something, just ask it, because chances are somebody else is thinking the exact same question, but the difference between you and them is that you're brave enough to step forth and say, hey, I have a question. So taking inspired action, excuse me, is key. So when you think about the end of the year, and a lot of people are having these fabulous vision board parties. And I love a good vision board party. Don't get it twisted. I love vision boards. How ever? vision boards don't usually work for people. Why? Because one of the main things is the lack of inspired action. You think just because you have glued, stapled, taped something to a cute little poster board, added a little glitter, added some stickers, Um, Put your little words there, like turn up, up level, level up, you know, all these other stuff or whatever words that we got from the the Bible of Beyonce. No shade. I listen to Beyonce, too, some of her stuff. But still, we get those little words and we put them all over the vision board. And then we do nothing. We think that just because we put that on the vision board that it's just supposed to matter. Manifest that we don't have to do a darn thing that it's just the universe is just going to take it, gift wrap it and put it with a nice little bow and lay it at our feet. We have to do nothing. No, I'm here to tell you, no, there's going to be some kind of inspired action that you are going to have to take in order for this to manifest. Yeah. So there's going to be some kind of action. And something that I've been teaching on for a while, if you've been following me in the clubhouse streets, you may have heard me say this. When it comes to the things that we actually have control over in our lives, in this human experience, the things we actually have control over is our actions, our inactions, and our reactions. I'm going to say that again. The three things that we know for a fact that we have control over in this human experience is our actions, our inactions, and our reactions. How do you act? The lack of actions or the inaction or the emotional responses of our reactions or just the reactions, you know, period. How do we react to things? So that comes to a place of, again, got to have that reset. And it all goes back to that mindset to be able to take that inspired action. Number three, got to hit that reset on finding our peace. Mm, 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 mm. Find your people. Find your tribe. Find the people who are not going to just be yes men and yes women, but the people who are going to hold you accountable while at the same time holding your hand and telling you, yes, girl, you got it. Support. Now, let me just say this. There used to be a time where I would get so much frustration in the... Lack of support that I would get from like family and friends as it relates to my business. I would get really frustrated. But I think I had it confused. It wasn't so much of their support that I wanted. It's more of the respect that I wanted. I wanted what I'm doing to be respected. You didn't have to understand it. You didn't have to okay it. But yes, that's why I got it on the first day of Kwanzaa, Habarigani. Yes, ma'am, that unity. I'm glad you caught that, girl. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, at the time of this recording, this is the first day of Kwanzaa, which is the emoji, the unity you and I, T-Y. So that's why I said, you got to find your tribe. You got to find your people, find your community, find those people who are on the journey, just like you. Find those people who are, again, they're going to hold your hand, but they're going to hold you accountable. They're going to call bullshit when it's bullshit. They won't let you sell yourself short. They won't let you Uh, put yourself down. They won't be the ones who will sit back and allow you to self-destruct. They're going to tell you about yourself. Girl, you are on the edge. You need to pull it back. Pull it back. (laughs) Come back. Come back. Come back to us. Come back to reality. They're going to love you in the way that you need and deserve to be loved. They're going to support you. I found my peace. That's how I met beautiful goddess Afua, joining a coaching program that she was also a part of. And if I hadn't taken inspired action, if I hadn't shifted my mindset just enough to believe that my life could be different, I would have never met her or any of the other beautiful women that I have met on this journey let alone the beautiful men that I've met on this journey, not necessarily through that coaching program, but just by me taking inspire action. You will never find your tribe. You will never find your purpose. You will never find what it is that you're really looking for if you don't shift your mindset and you don't take inspire action. If you sit and be still all the time, you're going to get exactly what you are putting out there, which is nothing. If you're doing nothing, you can best believe that you're going to get nothing back. So that's why the reset is so important going into this new year. So if we're setting a resolution that is a firm decision, if we are remembering who we are and whose we are, if we are reclaiming our vision, our time, if we are shifting our mindset and hitting that reset button on our mindsets, on our lives, then we can have all of that that we said that we want. All that feeling of that, that how we want to feel can be achieved in a process Please believe and understand. It is a process. It's not roses every single day. It's not. Sometimes I get up out the bed and be like, ah. (laughs) But I'm grateful that I'm able to get up out the bed at all. So it starts with my mindset. So. I wanted to share this because it is just so important and I'm asking you that if you are ready for a mindset shift, if you just don't know where to start, if you know that you need you need to be doing something with your life, but you have no idea because <laughs> you got too many energetic blocks keeping you stuck. If you're ready to shift that mindset, shift your life, make shift happen, then go to my link in the bio. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, it's the link that is in the show notes or comments or however platform, however it shows up on that platform. And get in my calendar so we can sit and have a conversation. About what do you need from me to help you make 2022 your best year ever? It is possible. You are possible. It's not impossible. Put a hyphen between that I and M and separate that M from that P, and it'll be I'm possible. I'm possible. And you're more than possible. You are resilient. You are unstoppable. You are beautiful. You are resourceful. You are a child of the most high God. And abundance is your birthright. Reclaim your roots of abundance. Reclaim who you are. Once you reclaim it, declare it, own it, embody it. So I thank you all so much for joining me for this series. Leave me comments. Tell me what you think. You might want to go back and listen to this again. I'm just saying. (laughs) And I won't be mad at you if you do. But I really want you to give some thought to these things. So thank you so much. Thank you goddess, and you are welcome. I needed this too. I need y'all to understand that when I get these messages, they're not just for you. They're for me as well. I need y'all to understand that. (laughs) So have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you all next time. Actually, I might just see y'all next year but I don't know. I might go live one more again before this year ends. So you never know. Just keep following me. All right. Okay, y'all. Peace.